There's not that much background noise. You want to do the intro? Yeah, do we ever come up with an intro? Just the fucking... So, welcome back to the Brothers in Law podcast. Yeah, alright. I was following people on the gram. No, you're good. Alright, we all good? Alright, welcome back to the Brothers in Law podcast. This is episode two and coming for you. Yeah. Alright, you ready to get started? Yeah, I just want to say uh, we weren't expecting this to blow up overnight, but uh, thanks to everyone that did support the last episode, even though it wasn't videoed. This one is videoed and will be on Spotify. So check that out. Um, we'll make that available for you to see, whether in the description or however you see this video. Uh, just a... Uh, just a friendly reminder, if you guys would please like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also check us out on Instagram, yeah. at Brothers in Law Podcast, and give it a follow, like, and keep you updated on everything incoming. We got big plans for this podcast. We do, we do. Alright, what do we got for the first topic here? Let's see. Let's Who's go. the Alright, let's just start it off real quick. Okay. Who's the greatest rapper of all time? See, alright, when we're talking about greatest rapper of all time, I think there's a lot of bias in it, you know? I, I would tend to agree. I mean, we got so many subcategories. We got lyricists, we got producers, we got most influential. Right, right. Who had the, who's, I mean, who's the best diss artist of all time? True. Who just sells the most records? Yeah. I think all these things are just subjective and... The only thing you can really base fact off of who's the best-selling artist, that's the only thing you can ever really give a true identif- identifying yeah. answer to. Because everyone, every other is um, strictly opinion, pretty much. Oh, no, that's 100% true. Um, but let's answer the question. Who do you think the greatest rapper of all time, in your opinion, is? So, I, I have a hard time, you know, choosing between uh, Lil Wayne and Kanye, because my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is one of my favorite albums of all time, for rap, um, and then the Carter Three is just, it's tough. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna go with Lil Wayne, cause he's also you know influenced pretty much all of today's rap artists. So I'll agree with you on the Lil Wayne part. I love Lil Wayne. I think he's one of the best we've ever had, and. I think he continues to do that, influence people, come on to other people's tracks, help younger artists out and give them more exposure. Yeah. But for me, my top artist, I'm going to say the who I think the greatest artist of all time is not who my favorite artist is because yeah. that's a whole different argument. I think the greatest rapper would be, I'm going to put them together as one because they go hand in hand with each other. It's Tupac and Biggie. They're together. And as much as I'm not a huge fan of Eminem, I'm going to put him up there. He's I'm not a huge Eminem fan either because, you know, the more he continues on with his career, the more I think he's kind of corny. So I, I would say the same. I mean, and I mean, he's he addressed that in literally one of his songs. And yeah. yeah, I mean, he knows some of his shit's corny and it's whatever to him. He's successful. He doesn't give a shit what anybody else thinks right now. I mean, he sells that every show he does. But those are going to be for me. Right. Now, who do you think the best lyricist of all time is? Um, sheesh, that was, You know, we were talking about this earlier before the podcast, and I said Eminem. 
And that's that's just basing off his word play, his speed, his you know his ability to rap. I think word or lyricist though. Him, Kendrick, Tupac. Those got to be in the conversation at least. I'd say throw Lil Wayne in there. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, he's got some great one-liners. He might be one of the best one-line artists there is. I mean, he just pops off just great one one lines that are just hilarious. Right. And they're memorable as hell. Go lay down. <laughs> Sorry about that. She just wants to be a part. Yeah, that's all right. She'll have a segment every single podcast. Don't worry about it. She's probably, nosy. Probably about 30 of them. She, yeah, she, she doesn't know when to mind her business. All right, so we're talking about lyricists. There's there's lyricists who just put together good one-liners and can rhyme words really well together. But mm-hmm. who, what artist actually puts together the best impactful lyrics? Things that actually mean something and puts it into words. Because I don't think you're going to... I have an artist that just kind of pops off from the top of my head, and that'd be NF. NF, yeah. I would say, when I think about, like, meaningful songs, I think The Bigger Picture Lil Baby. I know that's more recent, but The Bigger Picture Lil Baby. That one's good. I would say there's some recency bias, considering everything that's going on and what it's talking about. So I'd say that's, it's truly impactful, don't get me wrong. It's Mm -hmm. about what's going on today and what has been going on for hundreds of years but Ooh. I'm gonna say so NF talks about some real things that aren't just the bigger picture is really dealing with just one one controversial topic yeah but NF talks more of depression anxiety things that everybody goes through yeah I mean we're all we're all just people so I mean yeah all of us can relate to what he's talking about in that I mean he's got some real deep songs I mean there's some great songs out there that are just meaningful. I would say uh, the one eight hundred song from uh, what's his name Logic. Logic. That's a really good. It's song. a great song with a great great message and great impact. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna call him the the best artist for that, but he's I, got that song is really good for it. For Logic, see Eminem has legacy, and that's why he's in the greats. Logic is on the same thing as Eminem, where I just think he's corny. You know, so like that song. That. But uh, there's this song that uh, YouTuber I watch use all the time. I think it's called Fluctuation or something. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That song is tough. And the song 44 Bars by Logic, that's tough too. But most of the stuff he puts out is kind of corny. And I know he got, you know, ripped on a ton. And that's what kind of why he retired. But I'd say, yeah. I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong. I, I jam to him. But between him and his uh, counterpart, G-Eazy, I'll take G-Eazy all day. So because uh, he, you know, Jeezy just has more swag, and it's just it's like more fun he, to listen to his song. Well, he just carries it better. I mean, he is the cold sweat rapper in the game, bro. Mm. He straight said it himself in his own song, bro. Ah, uh, dude, <laughs> I right now, Jeezy, no, I who's the cold sweat rapper in the game then, dude? That it, talking about corny, that stealing that. What's, from what's popping, Jack Harlow? Bro, that's Jack, Jack, Jack Harlow had one good pop and song. No, no, no. You gotta listen to all the Jack Harlow. Dude, he's bust him off for many years at this point. Now he's got a reputation. Jack Harlow ain't got that reputation of just song after song of. Well, not yet, but I say right now, Jack Harlow. Bro, Jeezy drops an album right now. I guarantee. He probably Wait, would does out way some. better. He probably would out some, but that's because Jack Harlow's more new. 
But Jack Harlow's more popping right now, so... Dude, Jack Harlow's got more exposure right now than Jeezy does. Yeah. Especially out from TikTok. Yeah. Dude. Before we get too far off topic, let's just get back to this. Yeah. Alright, so... Who do you think has the most impact in the rap game? Over, like... For me, the rap game really starts... I know there are great rappers before it, but basically, the 90s. Yeah. East Coast versus mm-hmm. West Coast rap battle yeah. is what I think sword rap right. to what it is. Yeah. So I'll let you go first on this because you're newer. So you, I, I mean, you're younger than me. So so impactful, I'd say, uh, which has, um, you know, done it throughout the years. Nas. A lot of people don't credit Nas. Nas, Nas, Nas is, had a big Nas, part. Nas is Nas is that guy. Let me throw uh, someone down for you. Dmx. DMX, very underappreciated. He, bone thugs, facts. underappreciated. Very true, very true. Those are I, I'll get down to some bone thugs all day. <laughs> Him yeah. and Wiz Khalifa, them mm-hmm. and Wiz Khalifa mm-hmm. had a song together. Straight heat, bro. So I'm gonna say most impactful Tupac, Nas, and then if we're doing today's rap game, Juice. I mean, he's had a ton of impact on. Dude, the game. I'd say so. I mean, and recently Pop Smoke. I mean, Drill. He kind of. Really popularized it in the. I'd say Lil United Baby States. has quite a bit of influence nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lil Baby basically leads the chart of all new rappers. Oh, and he killed Drake on his own song. Like that's Dude. that's baby song now, not Drake's. Yeah, I mean that's saying a lot because, I mean, both of us agree, which this will lead us into a subtopic. But Drake is cold when he's on someone else's record. Mm-hmm. I think most of his own songs are kind of. They're just radio hits, and that's why why he's so, such a good selling artist. But he can he can pop off on someone else's yeah, song. He true. got some bars. I don't think anybody everybody forgets that Drake can have bars. I mean, his mm-hmm. older stuff, like when I was in high school, back yeah. you know 2012 to 2015, he had some yeah. bars. Yeah, and like my favorite Drake is like R and B Drake, and I consider him more of an R and B nowadays than like more of a rapper. I'd consider him more of a over glorified pop artist. Yeah, something like that. But Marvin's Room, Teenage Fever, those songs are gas. Dude, they are. Dude, the motto by Drake though, that is still my jam. <laughs> is okay. it? You still listen Yo, to that? Yeah, I don't know. I I remember seeing the TikTok with that, and I was like, people are using that. Dude, that I love crazy. that song. Come on. I mean, he popped off on that. Dude, it's good. Him and Nikki's song where he's straight up just sitting there and him the one of the lines it just I say it all the time at work just to just ju- just I just throw it out there because for some reason it just always stuck in my head is when Nikki says to eat my ass like a cupcake that shit's oh only with Lil Win dude I used to bump that song all the time dude so I mean let's be ass. let's just be real that's Wayne's song I don't care who else they threw on that 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 song facts and Nikki is the best female rapper in the game in don't, the game yeah I don't I'd, even I'd say. But best of all time, no. probably Missy Elliott. I yes, mean, fact. I mean, yeah. no one can even touch that. Yeah. I Nikki's mean, too, though, for sure. Nikki's got some bars. I don't care what anybody says about that. I'll, I'll jam to Nikki. Cardi ain't got nothing on Cardi's Nikki. funny, for sure. But she, but she, she falls she, into that trap I think most artists do nowadays, and it's just... They ride their little glow of fame mm-hmm. and then die off and then they'll get they'll make a poppin' song and then yep. they'll die off again and I it's really just, hate making the stallion. I do too. She talks about fucking bad bitch shit too much. It's like, bro, how you many talk bad about bitch, it, you ain't it. How many bad bitch songs can you really make? I mean, it's been like two albums by now. I'll say I'd say with Nikki, she has a career that can stand on her own. Uh-huh. How much were you hearing of Cardi before before offset? 
Uh, Bodak Yellow. That song, it's her best song. It's the first song she ever came out with. She did steal Kodak's flow, but uh, it's, it's fire. These is red bottoms. These is buddy shoes. Oh, no, I remember that, but this song goes crazy. For real, like, where's yeah. where's the track record? Yeah. Now exactly. Nikki's got a song, Super Bass. Oh, now that song, that, Heat. I, I, I could blast that any single day. Got that boom, da boom, boom. Oh, boom, I was talking boom, to one of my buddies, boom, and I was like, dude, Nicki Minaj is kind of that. And he was like, no. I was like, dude, if I'm trying to get a girl's attention, and she's riding in the car with me, she's like, whatever, whatever. She doesn't know any of the songs that I'm playing. I put on super bass, and I know every single word. I might get down that night. <laughs> I, I'll tell you that right now. Or Firework by Katy Perry. Yeah, my, if uh, mine's in a bad mood, I'll just throw on Halsey, and she'll be fine. Dude, that's... she was on that terror. She listened to that Halsey album for like two years straight. And that's the only thing she listened to. Well, no, no. Yeah, then she mixed in. She watched The Star is Born with Lady Gaga. And then oh, she got real God. into that soundtrack. And then she has some Lady Gaga songs, which Lady Gaga is... She's, she's, a, she's badass. She is. I was just about to say Dude, I didn't realize from her songs, they're super catchy. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize the girl could actually sing like that until oh, I watched The Star is Born with her. That brought a tear to my eye. That movie was... Good. Good. She can sing. I didn't realize Bradley Cooper could sing either. That dude's, that dude's the mo- one of the most talented people I have ever even wit- uh, laid eyes on. Yeah. He goes from The Hangover. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Like he then he's a rocket rock rocket raccoon in Marvel. Rocket racket. <laughs> rocket raccoon, and he literally made people love a animated CGI character. Yeah. You don't even see Bradley Cooper's face or emotions. Dude, you just see a... Dude, do you, you want to talk about some bullshit? Vin Diesel uh-huh. said one line in a fucking movie. And it might have been one line multiple times. But one fucking line. And made more than I'll make in the next 10 years. Dude, 20 uh, years. Okay. Family, bro. Family. Okay. <laughs> dude, I saw a hilarious thing on Instagram that was like... They want to cross over Jurassic Park and Fast and Furious. Did you see that? No. And it was like, you know what dinosaurs can't beat? Family. <laughs> that shit's so funny. Um, All right, let's get one thing straight. I'm a giant Fast and Furious fan. Always you have, have ride or die on your chest. I do, you know. Brotherhood. It's a little corny, but I respect it. But, so, after about Fast 5, I'd say Fast 6 is tolerable. Yeah. But after Fast 7, besides the ending to that... What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Did you watch Hobbs and Shaw? No. Dude, The Rock literally, they have a chain, okay? Mm -hmm. He throws it and hits the helicopter to hold it down. And this little beat up old truck is pulling the helicopter down so it can't fly up. And then it whips off its freaking chain. It rips rips off its spool. And The Rock literally grabs the chain with his arm and holds the helicopter down. (laughs) And then throws it back on there and starts spinning it back on against the helicopter. Like, what in the hell are they doing? And have you seen the new fucking trailer where... I I don't even know which character it is. (laughs) Catches a car. When did they become fucking superheroes? Dude, Loki, I'm I'm a Marvel guy. I mean, you put the newer versions of them, they might be able to beat the shit out of even Iron Man at this point. Maybe. Honestly. <laughs> What's Tony Stark going to do that uh, a flying car can't do? The Rock can literally hold a... He can hold a helicopter with one arm. <laughs> I mean... Dude, I will say that is one of my like long like long lifetime idols is Dwayne Johnson. He I is... do too, besides that he's a fake natty, but... Does he claim to be natty? Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, I don't blame him for I mean, if he comes out as he's actually abusing roids, like... His reputation he, would go down a little bit. 
No, it would go down massively. I mean, you he's a so? family guy. I mean, he, that's what he is. He's yeah. centered around yeah. Moana. Oh, you really think yeah, parents that, are gonna? That movie's fire. You really think that movie's gonna do as well if Dwayne the Rock Johnson claims that he and tells people that he's not natural? Yeah, he, that's he's true. fifty, and he looks like that. And this is the best shape he's ever been in for his new movie, Black Adam. Oh yeah, dude, I'm excited for that movie. I am too, but like seriously. He's in the best shape of his life at 50 like that. And he's been training this long. You think he's just natural and he's just training harder than he did before? Yeah, my dad was uh, in okay shape at 20 and his decline happened at 21. <laughs> so, like... I mean, don't get me wrong. I, the Rock works his butt off. There's no doubt oh, about that. 100%. Can we just talk about the fact that he's shredded as hell and Homeboy has no abs still? Yeah, true. <laughs> like, that poor dude, he, he works his butt off. He's He's getting shredded. And there's just 120-pound dudes out there with a six-pack, yep. and he can't get one. All right, fat ass. Time to stop yeah. eating. Go lay down. <laughs> She's been eating for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Damn. She got the late-night munchies. <laughs> Something like that bitch eats the fucking whole bowl. Look, she's making her circle back around. <laughs> All right. We're, what were we even talking about? Rap. Yeah. How the heck? Where do we get? Well, I, I can tell you. <laughs> Dude, we get so off track, but it's... all right. So let's talk about influence one more time from rappers, okay? Because that's that's yeah. the last place you left off. So for influence for me from rappers, I'm gonna go East Coast, West Coast, Tupac, Biggie, Bro. all of them. I'm I'm just playing those two because they're the two most well known names out there. But everybody falls under that. They got Dre that falls under that. Ice Cube, which everybody forgets how great of a rapper he actually was. I love Ice Cube. Ice Cube had bars. Bars. If you were scared, motherfucker, go to church. Yep. Oof, dude. How tough of a line is that? Yeah, it's tough. It's like that's something. No, someone said that to me. I'm like, damn, uh, this this dude's cold. Yeah. But so I'll give that to them. They. I don't think you can even mention influence with any of the new rappers nowadays. See, this is where I disagree because X, I think, had a huge influence on my generation, not yours, but people who like started listening to him when that's he first started. That's wrong That's what's wrong with his generation. Oh my god, you're you can't Dude, say X that had until, no bars. You can't say that until you're fifty. How many how, how out of his discography, how much have you heard of it? Give me a percentage. Dude, I've given shot, try after try for it. Give you. me a percentage for his discography. I'd probably say like seventy percent at this point. Really? Yeah. And you haven't cared for it? No, not at all. He has one song I actually dug and that was sad. That's it. Yeah. Got a little repetitive. I th- well yeah, but I, I don't it wasn't my vibe, so I didn't listen to it on repeats. Yeah, I thought his music was. I think it. I think he had. I don't think he had a good flow. I think his beats were trash. Well, he, he had his lyricism was not good. He could. He was a good storyteller, okay. but he had no lyric. He oh. has lyrics. They were good lyrics, he but he did not lyricist. put them together well. Yeah, but he wasn't a lyricist. But if you listen to like Moonlight or Changes or things like that, like it's gonna be like, damn, that's kind of. See, with him, I say you put his lyrics with someone who actually can rap, and he you'd have a banger. Yeah? You put an actual good instrumental behind him with somebody Did, who knows how to put together an instrumental. Did you him. see that, uh, I think the album 17, Kendrick tweeted about it twice, and he said he listened to it five times. And he thought can we just talk how Kendrick, if he would come out with an album, <clears> he just could tell he would, he's he the would, goat again? He would be solidified in history as the greatest rapper of all time. Dude, when Dan came out, it rocked the. I think it rocked the world. Oh, 100% it did. Like, that album is just heat. Actually, 
It is he. I think it's one of his worst albums. That's how good Kendrick is. Oh, dude, Pimp a Butterfly. Oh my God, Pimp a Butterfly, Good Kid, Mad City. That might be <clears throat> Good Kid, Mad City was my high school days. Yeah. That's all we had on repeat all the time. For him, we had dude. Money, uh, what was his name? Crap, I can't even think of his name because he stopped coming out. Schoolboy Q. Oh, yeah, Schoolboy Q. Dude, was all those gut rappers had a great vibe, and I was there for it. Yeah. That was my favorite of the vibes for yeah. my gut, my mute for rap music for me. Dude, do you want to talk about some? Bobby Schmurder needs to come up with some music right now. Oh, he God. got out of jail. Hot Schmurder was a gas song. Dude, okay, I'm going to tell you what the best entrance from any rapper is ever, okay? And just for any event. Is when Meek Mill literally got picked up by the Eagles owner yep, yep, out of prison yep. and came and performed uh, yep. Dreams and Nightmares for the Eagles before they yep. went and won the Super Bowl. Yep. If you turn on Dreams and Nightmares, that's what you're going to think of. Dude, no, for one, no one cannot get hyped for that. That song's gas. Dude. I, I'm ready I'm ready to go take on Dwayne The Rock Johnson in a wrestling match after that song. <laughs> Meek Mill's good. Dude, I love Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. But that song is maybe one of my favorite just let's go songs. Like, come yeah. on. <clears throat> For sure. Like, so we were talking in the gym today. Ooh. And what was the song you said that was a uh, song I couldn't really remember what it was. Which one was what? It was, uh, you said it was like the throwback one and then I responded with mine. Oh, um, Remember the Name by Fort Minor. That's a great song. And then I said, nah, till I die, or... Lose what did I say? <laughs> no, I'm, I meant to say Till I Collapse by Eminem, but also Lose Yourself. Those two gotta go no, up there. T- okay, Lose Yourself is way too overplayed, I'll say that. Oh, for sure. So it's lost its vibe for me. Right. But Till I Collapse. I do know every think, word to the song, though. Well, yeah, because I watched 8 Mile when it. Well, not when it came out, because I was pretty young. But when I first learned about it. Oof, I watched 8 Mile like eight times. times at this point. Mm hmm. I mean, yeah. it is. What it's a it good is. movie, and it's so over. It was so overused for so. It just goes through these high and low periods of when it's used and when it's not on social uh-huh. media, especially. Yeah. And I'm like, can we just get over the stupid song? I'm done with this. Yeah. And it was such a great song, and so much. There was so much heart put into it that I hate to say that, but it's just like, okay, I'm done with this. All right. But so remember, the name is the kind of the same way, but it's just kind of got vibes for me when I was going. Yeah. To, like, I'm pretty sure UW still plays them at their football games. Mm-hmm. And I like four minor. Yeah. So we're both not huge fans of Eminem's, but we've heard almost all of his discography because it's Eminem. Well, yeah. What's your favorite song? By Eminem. Yeah. Kim. Really? Well, he just talks about murdering her the yeah, whole time. That's kind of fucked. It's not up, even man. really a song, to be honest. Yeah. It's it's literally, it, it sounds like <coughs> a, he's about to confess <coughs> to how he's about to just kill yeah. his ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, not true. White America is hilarious too. I, well, I think, I think when we're talking about influence, kind of put Eminem in there too. Well, yeah, but I throw him in with a lot of those older rappers too, because yeah. he's been doing it. But when, for dude, such Stan, a Stan might be the most impactful story I've ever heard. It oh, might be yeah. the best storytelling song of all time. But when we're talking like storytelling albums, dude, Kendrick, Good Kid, Mad City, Shireen. Bring my dominoes back. Kendrick, if you ever, ever hear this, please just make another album, bro. Dude, make That way I can just go back to calling you the goat again and I have a leg to stand on since you haven't made an actual album since Black Panther. (laughs) Can I just say that? He is such a good, just all-around music individual, Mm -hmm. musically inclined individual, 
that he produced and wrote and did the entire soundtrack for the Black and, Panther movie. And that album is heat. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. So, Kendrick. Although it's college football performance after he at the playoffs. He, uh, he ended I up have performing heard, for it, and it was kind of trash. I have heard he is one of the worst performers to see, which is kind of sad because I would like to see Kendrick. But I, kinda, I would still do it. I kind of just get the vibe, though. He's not like that guy. He's not like get out there, pump yeah, the crowd up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's just the kind of guy you put your headphones into and you just listen and vibe to his music. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like he's kind of the guy who's just getting on stage, I mean, throwing bottles around. Just I mean, he literally has a song, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe, which... Absolute fucking banger, dude. You want to know who's a great performing rapper? MGK. Dude. Oh, my God. For one, I got so turned up at that concert. I, My fiance said that I was. she found me like 10 rows back. I didn't even know where <laughs> I was. But yeah. when he came out, the energy. Oh, yeah. The dude he is on Instagram, the dude he is on everything, that's the performer he is. Too. Oh, yeah. And I paid like $40 for that ticket. Greatest $40 I ever spent, dude. I got so trashed that when I was... When I went back to the hotel room that night... You had some good substances or what? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Let's just say we pre-gamed, and then in line, I pre-gamed a little more, and then I paid $10, and I think I spilled 90% of it. Something was passed around. We were in Colorado, and I am of age, so just leave me alone on that. No. And then I went back to the hotel room, and we went to the gas station first, which I don't know even how I walked over there. <laughs> we went back to the hotel room, and we ordered pizza. Mm. Was it good? <laughs> Yeah, your your sister has a video of me eating it with my eyes closed. I was laying on the bed like this. There's she a pizza box, <laughs> pizza box on my chest, just plowed oh, hey, the whole pizza hey, too. There's bush of blood. <laughs> Dude, I still have videos of that, and it just oh, when he came out, it was right after his uh, Hotel Diablo album came out, which is which I think is one of the better albums of the past fifteen years for rap. Really, dude. You think it's up there with like Kendrick's albums, or like you think it's more like Dude, lower it, tier? I'm I'm biased, obviously. He's he's my right. favorite personal rapper of all time. But how personal he got on that album? Glass House is amazing. Hollywood Horror. Like I he, mean, the production on it is really good too. He literally talks about his struggles about wanting to kill himself, why his daughter's in the next room. Yeah, drug addiction. Mm-hmm. All his the, mom. Yeah, I mean, hating his mom, his dad getting sick. I mean, yeah, it's a great album. Like he literally says, like his grandma asked him and his dad to bury the hatchet and all their issues, mm-hmm. and they never really got to. But he he said he still got to say goodbye to his dad, you know, and they had somewhat of amends. They didn't hate each other when he mm-hmm. died. So, but just he talked about some real deep shit like Glass House. If I put that song on, I'm I in get a whole vibe. Dude, I get goosebumps every time I hear it. I'm not gonna lie. And then he's got Wild Boy. Yeah. With one of my favorite intros of anything is when uh, Waka Flocka comes on. Brick Squad! <laughs> Brick Squad. Waka Flocka. Dude, and Wild Boy comes on at a party. Tequila's yeah, getting slammed. Yeah, bitch. I'm with Steve Bo. Ooh. Yeah, no, some tequila, tequila's getting slammed that, right then. Take me two minutes and I'd be just hammered. Dude, I saw a funny thing. Um, talking about tequila, I saw a TikTok that said, uh, when you, uh, drink Patron, you don't actually know anything about tequila. That's what it says to the bartender. I was like, wow, <laughs> my aunt and uncle must not know anything about tequila. Cause that's like their main drink beer. Nope. Just straight Patron. That's not true. He, 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 him and Bud Light are best friends. Okay. 
Well, yeah, but wouldn't you say he's consumed more Patron than beer when you're talking about, like, the amount? So let's say. Well, yeah, because Patron, once it, once it takes the first one, you get a little numb to it. It takes the second one, and it just is water. Then it's fucking half the bottle. Yeah. Then you die. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time. All so, right, so back to rap. So. All right. Let's just put. Let's just say this. Who's your favorite artist of all time? If you say Kanye, I might just get rid of you as my brother-in-law. Um, my favorite? No, not Kanye. I respect Kanye. I respect. I don't respect. I, I respect I, one of his personalities. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Trump, supporting Trump that openly. Uh, no. Uh, no, no. And then he goes in about that. And, and then he goes the, in. It was going to try to run against him. Yeah, then the Jesus King thing, I'm not about that, but My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, the production on that, the fucking lyricism on that, Rick Ross steps in to, uh, I forget the song that Rick Ross is on, but uh, Rick Ross steps in and goes crazy. Um, but I would say favorite of all time, Lil Wayne. And then, um, I gotta say right now, Polo G, Ski Mask. Ski Mask just dropped a mixtape and it's, pretty good it's not what i was expecting but uh it was a mixtape you know i would have preferred an album but so for me for all time the man that's a hard one for me because i grew up listening to things that were when i was way too young like tech nine. Oh, i love tech nine yeah you're a huge oh. tech nine fan that's got to be in the comments. you know you know who we forgot to even mention who is cold as hell and does not get enough love who hops in True. A lot of people think Hobson's corny, but he's not corny like some of the other guys. No, like, listen to the ill mind of Hobson 5. He just calls out all the Everyone, bullshit that everybody's bro. just saying that their life sucks, and he's just calling you out that it's your fault. You're ill not mind of baby. Hobson 9 when he talks about his son and that fucking dumb oh. bitch of a mother. Oh, my God. That Dude, he has an crazy. entire album dedicated to how bitchy she was to him yep. in his situation. Yeah. Like, that album is... Guess. Oh, like, Hobson has his corny song, sure. Yeah. Like, Sag My Pants, the first song I ever heard. That was the first song I think he ever put on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it blew up. I mean, it's catchy, and that's what it was meant to be. Or he has a song called Ramona, this oh, just yeah. crazy bitch who stalks him and all his boys. Uh-huh. But Hobson's not appreciated enough. Mm-hmm. This dude straight up knew he when he was having, having enough and had his own personal issues to take care of. Instead of just destroying himself mentally, he took his break, and he just drops songs here, songs there, mm-hmm. and... He just vibes and right. he just drops straight heat. And I, I love Hobson too. But my favorite rapper of all time, man, that's hard. I mean, there's party, there's party rappers. I mean, I'm going to say my favorite artist of all time would have to be probably Pac. Really? I grew up listening Over to Over on GK though. See, that's my favorite. It's my favorite rapper now. Okay. Well, I can't even say now anymore because he, right now he's doing pop punk. Which he's is, not even he's a, good. He's not even a rapper. He's an artist, and he wants people to know that's mm-hmm. like he single handedly brought punk. Pop, Dude, pop you punk know what back. makes me really mad is people say Eminem made him switch genres. Bro, yeah, no. sure, you could say that, whatever. But he's also killing in this other genre. That's how good he is. Dude, when he dropped Hotel Diablo, that Hotel Diablo, Hotel. that that whole album slayed the charts uh-huh. too. And then. He goes over to pop punk and literally saves the genre. Yep. You cannot like this music, but he you cannot deny the fact that he straight up saved the genre. Yeah, and it might be like <clears throat> kind of like basic pop punk. Like it's dude, not. Dude, he's got one of the goat drum he's got the goat drummer of pop punk on there. Exactly. 
Which I know Travis Barker does music with everybody now. Yeah, pretty much. Dude, the fact that he's fucking Courtney Kardashian, kind of badass. <laughs> like, bro, you pulled one of the Kardashians? Sheesh, okay. Well, I mean, MGK pulled uh, Megan Fox. And, and Summer Rae. Yeah. He left Summer Rae for Megan Fox. I would too. But I couldn't imagine what it was like to tap Summer Rae. <laughs> Bitch's ass pops out like this and it's real. That's insane. How do you know it was real, bro? Look at Nikki compared to uh, well, Summer that, Rae. Well, yeah, that's that's the extreme of way no, too much. Summer Rae looks the same as Nicki Minaj, but you can tell Nicki Minaj is, is definitely uh, they fake. They do not look the same. No, they don't. Not at all. Bro, have you seen the video where Nicki Minaj's thing pops on stage while she's sitting? Oh, dude, that, that was gross. That was gross. Speaking I'd still of, tap Nicki, though. She, she's bad, bro. Dude, I'll say this about any chick we talk about on here, especially, like, whatever... I would tap. Nikki, tap. Cardi, no, I think she'd tap me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, dude. Cardi's crazy. Cardi is crazy, bro. Have you seen her without the her The opinions of my uh, co-podcaster here do not reflect on everybody here. They reflect on you, though. Not, n- no, <laughs> no. I will strongly disagree with that one. Nikki, no. No, sorry. Summer Rae? No. Look. Bailey's not gonna watch. You could just say somewhere he's bad, dude. You could just say <laughs> no, somewhere he's not, bad. No, bro. All right, let's switch topics here. All right, okay. Yeah. Switch it. Because we just keep going way too far off every time we try to talk. about All right, what's our next topic? I think we've done enough rap. All right, I think we've done yeah. So let's let's just segue. Because you know you talked about Kardashians. Okay, last, so this is la- a- last thing, real quick. Oh. J Cole is overrated. I think, Fact. and people saying he's the goat. He's not. He's not even in the discussion. Move on. Pretty cool. He plays professional basketball though. He played fucking two games and averaged point two points per game. But I know, but I mean, it's still pretty cool. Dude. Yeah. But, yeah. okay, that segues us into this next thing. All right, we got basketball playoffs in, in the works right now. Yeah. Oh. We got a Clippers fan right here. I'm a huge Clippers fan. Uh, Lob City made me into it. I love Blake Griffin. I love Chris Paul, even though Chris Paul is playing for the Suns right now. Uh, Mad Paul, love. Paul, Paul George is that dude. Paul George is cold. About damn time he lived up to that contract. Because last year he was just a waste of money. You could have got the same production out of a fucking scrub off the bench that he gave you. I do agree, but uh, I love Paul George. I think he's he, he, he's he been in my top five favorite players since the Pacers. I would just like to say, when he is for the Thunder, you, you call them trash. Yep. Because I hate... In the second he's... I- Hate Russell Westbrook with a passion. Bro, I respect the second game. he signed with the Clippers, I'm a Paul George fan. Dude, no. Talk about turning tables, no, it, bro. No, I did not. That's like, like every Denver fan when Peyton Manning signed there. <laughs> we hate Peyton Manning. He sucks. He's not as good as everybody says. Oh, we love you, Peyton. You're Dude, the no, greatest quarterback it, of all time. Here's like, the thing, come here's on. The thing. Hold the narrative. No, here's the Keep thing. Keep your narrative Pace, straight, bro. Pace, I'm a fan of different PGs, you feel me? And then I don't like some PGs. <laughs> I like Pace, Paul George. I hate Thunder Paul George because I hate Russell Westbrook. I love Clippers. Can we just get this? Okay. So, let's talk about some Kobe Bryant, Carmelo Anthony, all them. Let's just talk about what the sports media has been doing lately. You know, the boy Stephen A. Smith, Mm -hmm. Skip Bayless, all this. Mm -hmm. Man, let's just talk about Carmelo because this one's going to piss me off. Okay. I've been a Carmelo fan since I was like second since, grade. Since the braids, bro. Like when he was getting DUIs in Denver, okay? <laughs> I was way too young to even know what a DUI even really was. Like, come on. You don't got to do him like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. I love Carmelo then. 
Is he a great teammate? Probably not. Fuck, no he's not. He must Does he the have most... one of the prettiest 15-foot jump shots of all time? Oh, Hell yeah. Tastes smooth as butter. Dude, he, coming off the bench for Portland, he gave Zion that sauce in his Zion's rookie year. Zion went, oh, he didn't even dribble, jab, step, bucket. Dude, and it doesn't even look like he's going hard or anything. You just, ooh, it's just so it's just, smooth. Dude, the footwork, I can't, I couldn't imagine trying to guard so Carmelo. Back on topic with that, though. All of a sudden, when Carmelo made his comeback, not after Hoodie Mellow, Hooded Mellow, yeah. Let's talk about when he came back to the Trailblazers, okay? Mm-hmm. And he actually had a good season. Mm-hmm. The media now wants to make it all ESPN, all the hot hot take sports shows. Mm-hmm. Love Carmelo now, but all they did was shit on him. Mm-hmm. Literally most of his career, they just yeah. shit on him. Yep. But now all of a sudden, because it's the end of his career, you just want to have that, oh, well, he's leaving soon, so let's be nice to him. Like, no. That's bullshit. Dude, keep a narrative. Yeah, keep it. Like, if you're going to have an opinion, your opinion can change. I'll give you that. But because of some, something that's... He didn't do anything different. Right. He didn't know. Except he, for come off the bench instead of being a star player. Like, yeah, I mean, okay. But you're going to say, oh, he's one of the greatest players never to win a ring. I see him ranking him up there. I'm like, guys, you were telling him trash. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not even just having an opinion on his character. You're talking yep. about his game, which is... Yep. Has not changed, okay? He mm-hmm. still shoots the same things. He just doesn't play as many minutes. Now you're going to say he's not trash? Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Give the man his either respect or give him the... At least be real with it about it. You don't need yeah, to like, kiss his ass just because he, he, he's mm-hmm. basically on his farewell tour soon. Yeah, and I've never been a LeBron fan. I, I never will be. Comes to the Clippers, I'll still be like... He's fucking 38. I don't think we need <laughs> LeBron James. No, I mean, LeBron's the greatest player of this generation. There's there's not really an argument for anybody else. Oh, okay. Uh, greatest, yes. I thought you meant your favorite. I was going to say Kobe. No, I'm not, a, I'm not a LeBron fan whatsoever. Yeah. I was hooked on the hype the first Cavaliers go around when he first got drafted that whole, when he, that, those first few seasons. Mm-hmm. And then I lost my respect for him in the heat. Yeah. And then, you know, I grew a up... A lot of people did. I grew up a lot at, since then, obviously. I was just a fucking... I was just a teenager. Right. So I get what he was doing. I mean, it was he hype. He wanted ring. The media coverage was to make it a thing. He was... He, I mean, he's trying to build his platform. And he was trying to make that money, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Man makes his money. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I kind of just held on to that. And then... I just didn't like the. I don't like the way he carries himself. Yeah. Like he he does great things. He's a. I'm sure he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the way he carries himself to the media to everything. Yeah. And the shit he pulled with China, he straight called China out. Mm-hmm. And then back stepped when, but he'll call everybody else out. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man, you're not gonna stand up. Like, you, you don't have to. But if you're gonna be that vocal uh-huh. about everything else, ever. Uh huh. You got to do. You, you put yourself as that person. You did that to yourself. You got to accept that responsibility. I will say, I think LeBron is a great person, though. Doing yeah. the I Promise School is fantastic. Props to him for that. He's a great father to his kids. He's a real family man. I mean, him and his wife were high school sweethearts, which is awesome. So. Oh no, it's a great story, and I'm sure he's a great guy and all that. I'm not judging who they are yeah. outside of basketball because I don't know them. Yeah, it's not exactly. my place. I'm. I can only judge off basketball. 
right. and what they put on for the world to see, which is Instagram. Yep. And all that, and when they do the post media coverages, mm-hmm. I just don't like the way he carries himself. Yep. You want so, who I do like to who carries himself? Nicole Jokic. Yeah. Dude is hilarious. Like you know who I like carry himself? Kobe. Kobe was a dick. He was a fucking asshole. He knew who he was. But he knew exactly what he was doing. He had the mentality. Fucking no one will ever have the same mentality as Kobe. And I truly believe that. Dude, I would be terrified to work with him. Oh my god. Like he would have he's probably the most ruthless, unresenting person ever. Mm-hmm. He couldn't give a fuck less about your feelings either. No, like you're there to do a job and if you're not helping him get what he wants, mm-hmm. you're out of the way, which so sounds rough to some people, but I think that's what you got to be. I mean, I, if you want to hit your goals, you're going to have to just get rid of people without uh, their feelings. Like, yet you should have compassion, which yeah, it's his career, guys. It's his way he makes some money. Like, why does he need compassion in his career? Yeah. Someone sucked. Yeah. He's not going to. Why do you think he took so many shots? He didn't trust a lot of fucking people. Yeah. No, he didn't trust any of his teammates, like, when they sucked in, like, 2015, 2016, he flat out said, I don't trust any of y'all with the ball. Like, he had some decent teammates, don't get me wrong, but... Alright, so, we're talking about basketball. Here's the hottest take I can think of for basketball. If Shaq stayed with the with the Lakers, I think Kobe would have passed MJ as the GOAT. I mean, because it's possible. They, they would have won so many fucking rings... Because even with the Spurs, how good they were, no one was locking down Shaq. And no, no, one, no, no one was locking down Kobe. So this isn't really a hot take. I think it's just kind of what everybody should know. If Shaq would have worked hard, harder, harder. and would have kept in shape, mm-hmm. he, been he might be the greatest player of all time. Yep. I mean, the man was over 300 pounds I mean, he's and over seven most, feet tall. I mean, he's already... Him and Wilt, but we don't really know. We didn't watch Wilt, but we watched Shaq. We can't really look at Wilt highlights because they're kind of dog shit. Well, yeah. So, but him and Wilt, most dominant player of all time. If Shaq could have done more with his career, which I get, he did it because he has a lot of kids and he, you know, he, he you know, he, he lived the doc- life he wanted to, and he's still doing investments. He's a doctor, like you know that he has a doctorate. I mean, yeah. He's just, he's succeeding in life outside of basketball. Well, he is. I'll say his doctorate wasn't actually really earned. Well, no, but it was, I mean, Aaron Rodgers also has. I'm pretty sure a doctor from a college. Yeah, but was just and being a him. sheriff, like he was an actual cop. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. The man lived the life he wanted to, especially from where he came from. I mean, it still is. And he's homies with Doctor Phil, dude. And that Hot Ones episode was fire. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, can we talk about Hot Ones and how fucking innovative and amazing that shit is? I never watch interviews. That fucking is the most entertaining thing ever, seeing hot, like, celebrities eat hot wings and just talk. Dude, that ties the last two topics together, okay? Okay. Did you see Machine Gun Kelly's Hot hot Ones? Uh, oh. His his first first one? one? Yeah. He was about to beat the brakes off the dude, and he comes back. Beat the brakes? Whoa. Dude, he was about to He wanted to fuck Sean Evans? That's what beat the brakes made, my boy. No. No, you're using bro. the wrong lingo here. Bro, you should have said beat the fuck. No, no, he was going to beat the brakes off that dude. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, he wasn't... Cla- uh, no, he, no. 
Hey, yo, that bald head looking nice, Sean. I, I like that Amber dude, Rose, but... Dude, he was about to destroy that dude, because he was going through some things mentally yeah, that he was talking about. Because fucking Amber Rose. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> fucking hate that bitch. Broke my boy's heart. Halsey. Who do you think Hollywood Horror is about? Dude, I think I've been a, going back and forth on this a lot. You think it's Halsey? Or? That was kind of what I'm still thinking. That's my main guess. Because it's been a while since Amber Rose. But that was his first, like, love, love. I mean, he's got a baby mama that he was in love with and has a daughter with. Can we just talk about the fact that he's never dissed his baby mama once? Facts. No one actually can find his who it is. His so cute, too. No one can find out who his baby mama is, though. Like, he refi- he's never mentioned the name once of who she is. Yeah. Does Wait, does his daughter live with him full-time? Or is it 50-50? I think it's 50-50, the way I would see it. But she's always with him traveling. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know. Yeah. You know who we never see? Megan Fox's kids with her, though. Megan Fox has kids? Yeah, she's a mom. She's got her own kids from her ex-husband. Wait, doesn't she have, like, two? Uh, yeah. I've never fucking seen them in my <laughs> life. And, uh, no, no. And hmm. now she's with one of the biggest partiers that there is. Him and Pete Davidson together? I'd love to party with those two. Oh, my God, dude. The amount of drugs that would go into my body <laughs> is... Kind of scary. Dude, Pete Davidson would be so much fun to party with. I'd be like, dude, let's dude, a comedy show right now. Do you now. know what's kind of like a trend right now? Is girls thinking Pete Davidson's attractive? I love Pete Davidson. <laughs> that motherfucker is so ugly, bro. I'm not the best looking guy. You're not the best looking guy. I would beat anyone. Bro, if you were into dudes, was... who, who would you rather choose, okay? Whoa. Pete Davidson. Okay. Okay. Pete Davidson. A little sus, okay. <laughs> or Eddie Murphy. I was going to say donkey, but that's a little bestiality, so I just chose the actual Dude, actress. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's funny as fuck. Have you seen Raw? Dude, dude I, I saw that when I was like 10. <laughs> I fucking didn't know what was going on, but it was funny as shit. Dude, you're going to choose Eddie Murphy over Pete Davidson, though? Yep. I respect. I mean, if I'm a guy, and I'm into dudes, and I'm thinking about my well-being... <laughs> King of Staten Island or arguably the best comedian of all time who racks in stacks and not his even daddy cl- He's not even arguable, okay? There's only one go of comedy. Dave Chappelle. Yes. Fuck yeah. There is... Dude, no- I didn't think you were going to say that. I fucking love Dave Chappelle. Dude, J- Dave Chappelle's on a platform of his own, okay? And every comedian, I'm pretty sure, will say the same thing. Oh, 100%. Kevin Hart even said that. D- Dave Chappelle straight up refuses to be censored at all. Uh-huh. Homeboy will just go off on his own for mm-hmm. months, show up randomly at comedy clubs and just pop off whatever the yep. fuck he wants to say and then leave Whatever Netflix show he wants, whatever. He does whatever the hell he wants because he is the king of stand-up comedy. Yep. And but Kevin Hart is hilarious. Dude, did you sing it, see the thing about Kevin Hart? Well, actually, it was Dave Chappelle's son. They went to a Kevin Hart stand-up. And his son goes, Dad, can we meet Kevin Hart? And he goes, yeah. So they go. And he goes, I love Kevin Hart. You're the funniest guy ever. And uh, I can't say the last word because I'm not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But he goes, he looks down at his son and he goes, you know who I am? Do you know who I am? <laughs> and Kevin Hart goes, yeah, like his son probably looked at him like you're not that guy, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I will say Kevin Hart probably has made the most money off of being funny, though. I mean, I guess it depends how you want to call it. I mean, yeah, he's rich as hell, but I mean, Joe Rogan's technically a, a comedian first. 
That's how his career. That's it. That's his main career. That was his career. You, you think Joe Rogan makes more than Kevin Hart? I mean, his podcast Dude, alone. Look, we just, just looked look up, up these net worths right now. I guarantee you, Kevin Hart's net worth is fucking millions. Dude, you gotta think Joe Rogan does so many different things too. Dude, he's I an thought, announcer, a comedian, a podcast. Dude, I thought for the longest time Dana White and Joe Rogan were the same people. Dude, I did too. No, no fucking <laughs> way. No cap. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Dude, how do we find out so much more about each other? We literally talk probably three or four hours every single day. Oh, like, yeah. nonstop. Not not even with the podcast. We find out new things every single fucking day. Dude, how much do you think Joe Rogan's net worth is? According to Google, so whatever. Take um, that as you will. 70 million. 100 mil. Okay. I wasn't that far off. I'm going to go, dude. Kevin Hart's got to be 300 mil. I'm not even capping right now. Dude, it has to be. There's no way he's under a hundred million for net worth. No, but it's not as big of a gap as you would think. How much is it? It's only a hundred million gap. Oh, so Kevin's two hundred million? Yeah. Which is not as high as I would think. How much do you think The Rock is worth, bro? I'm not even gonna look it up. I just oh my <laughs> fucking god, eight hundred million. Dude, the dude's got so he's got tequila. Which is basically completely replaced all the cheap tequila as is the best selling cheap tequila is what it is. Yeah. From what I've understood, it's basically just might as well just buy Tito's. It's cheaper. Yeah. Tastes about the same. It's cheap. Really? It's cheap tequila. Oh. It's not high high quality tequila. Stop eating the food. <laughs> um. Dude. Back to what we were saying. But the Rock's got, he's got his own energy drink, which I'm calling bullshit. He, it was ranked the number one energy drink by dietitians. I think it's such dog crap. It's just mm-hmm. caffeine and a bunch of underdosed things. So mm-hmm. it's a carbonated caffeine drink. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's a carbonated coffee. Why do uh, can <laughs> we just talk about this? Because you did this today, which I get why you did it. People taking energy drinks as pre-workout. No, I don't do that. No, I'm not I talking. Just, to I you. had the Red Bull because I wanted the Red Bull. But I, just, well, I want to talk about that. Like, also mixing, like, sh- like, shotgunning the energy drink after you dry scoop pre workout. Yeah, like, dude, you guys are gonna fucking have a heart attack. Like, I get it's all- it's funny to joke about, but in all reality, caffeine consumption like that. Yeah. For one, if you're trying to get a giant pump in the gym, mm-hmm. you don't want that much caffeine because it is restricting your blood flow. Yep. So it's counterintuitive for that. Two, when you're taking your pre-workout, take it with water. Thank you. I had I've been trying to beat this into this kid. Dry scooping. Yeah, it's. I it's just a, did it because it's easier. It is easier. I mean, that's pretty lazy of you just not to throw it in with a little bit of water and drink it. That's pretty lazy. Well, yeah, I mean, whatever. Well, usually I went to the gym right after school, and like, I didn't want to do it before I left school because you want to try to leave school as fast as you can. Yeah, but why so, don't you just sip on it the last 15 minutes of your last class? I don't know. I mean, at work, I kind of, I can't. Because I'd, I'd have to carry around an extra fucking mm-hmm. bottle along with my gallon jug all day, and that ain't happening. So <laughs> I take mine, I, I sip mine while I'm on my way to the gym, which is only like a two, three minute drive anyway from work. Mm-hmm. But the dry scooping thing, the ingredients literally are made to interact with, wa- with mixed water. with water. You really, it's really not that hard. Like, you, you don't think that it interacts in your body? No. It, like while it's on its way down? Well, it does. It, it still works. But it's, it works better with water. 
like the, some of those ingredients are meant to be activated by water. You don't think it activates while like in the tube going down? With your saliva? Saliva's not water, bro. I mean, whatever. In the fucking pock? Dude, you don't... The pock? What's the no. pock, bro? <laughs> no, I was going to say pock. No, so tube it goes down the fucking tube. And it doesn't sit in there like the stomach. It just... It takes a long time to like go through well, yeah, your body. It's broken down and digested, yeah. It's... Yeah, so you don't think like they interact in the tube? This might well, they sound do. That's fucking stupid. That's but... why they work. I'm not saying dry scooping, you don't get some of the same benefit. But you don't think everything activates because it needs to activate before it enters your body. Oh. Well, you for one, th- it breaks down in water, so dry scooping, when people think it actually is going to hit them harder, is false. Yeah. yeah. It actually is already broken down more into the uh-huh. water, and then when you drink it, you digest it faster, which means that the chemicals, because that's what they are, is a bunch of chemicals broken in down in powder are meant to be doing that. So what if, because this is what I do, is dry scoop, let it sit in your mouth for like a minute with water, and you like swish it around. Bro, you, that's cap. You did not leave I swear to God, I did. I watched you dry scoop, bro. You just... Okay, well, when we're about to go right then, then I don't do that. But when I worked out on my own, that's definitely what I did. Because I didn't like to just do it or else I would have caught, so I like to make it into like the Wait. juice in my mouth. <laughs> that sounds so I'm sus. not innocent in this, okay? Let's let's get that right. I'm not innocent in saying that I've never dry scooped before. Yeah. So when I've dry scooped, I would th- I'd sip a little bit of water, leave mm-hmm. a little bit in there, I'd throw some in, then I'd drink some more water, swish yeah. it around, swallow it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Fine. But there's 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 literally a reason if you read the back of a mm-hmm. pre-workout, it tells you how much water you should about mix it with. Mm-hmm. For one... That's how you're gonna get the best taste out of it. If you're spending that kind of money and you want the good flavor, uh, it just makes it some fucking water. Right. It's not hard right. to drink it. Yeah. It's a super flavorful fucking drink. It's not hard to get down. Yeah, but the pre-workouts that I've tried and probably you've tried aren't that great. Hopefully, yes. so I I've tried. Mode. So I've, I've tried ordered. like thirty different pre-workouts. No fucking way, bro. Really. Well, yeah, you got to remember, I was also still working out in high school, too, for off and on, but we'd still take pre-workout. Oh, okay. So I've tried quite a few different pre-workouts. The best flavoring one I've had so far recently, it would be Ghost. Ghost has some really good flavors. See, I've heard Ghost is dog shit. Bro, their protein powder, no one can touch what their flavors are on the protein powder mix. Don't they have, like, a Cinnabon one? Dude, they got all things. Okay, they got, they literally hook up with actual, like, companies and put chunks of that in there like they're chips ahoy has oh, chunks no. of chips ahoy in it oh that sounds dude it's busting dude that sounds gas so i just ordered gorilla mode and they have a lot of cool flavors i wanted to get the tiger blade but they're all so fucking out and i'm out of pre-workout and i wanted a good one i didn't want to get one from fucking gnc or whatever. dude he was gonna get bucked up talk about the most good. overrated freaking nasty pre-workout there is okay well i clinically saw, underdosed i watched reviews on it and people said that they, they do watch Derek. Good. More plates, more days. Okay, but he's biased because... <laughs> Dude, he breaks mode. down. He, he's, he's given great reviews about other companies. Yeah. Homeboy is just based in scientific fact. I love Derek. More Dude, plates, more dates is probably one of the smartest dudes I have ever watched. His, he, I was listening to him and Greg Doucette's interview today. Mm-hmm. And he straight up said, he's like, I wish I would have... Re- I thought about rebranding my name because mm-hmm. it's just more plates, more dates. So you, people get the wrong idea when they come to his channel. And that's all science. For one, he's got the 
best delts of any dude I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, holy yeah. crap. True. But, he, yeah, no, he's just such a smart guy. I would mm-hmm. love to talk to him one day. Right. Like, the dude seems like... I could hang out with him, for sure. So, I was listening to this. So t- just guess what his degree in school was. Communication. Yeah. Oh, no fucking way. So, I think it's, like, communication or something to do with business. That's what I want to go to school for. I learned that from the Mobcast. Love the Mobcast. Dude, how does he do that to break it down ever all the signs of a PED? I don't know. I, I don't. How do you learn that from business school? I don't. I don't what do they do in a business school, bro? Dude, something. All right. Let's, let's hop on uh, topic. And what, what else we got written down on the notes? Give me your hottest sports take of all time. Just sports. I already gave you the hottest basketball take. Hottest. I just want the hottest sports take of all time. <laughs> Soccer's dog shit. <laughs> um, but is that really a hot take? No. Or is that just the truth? Kind of is a hot take because it's the most popular sport in the world. Dude, bro. R- Cristiano Ronaldo. No, I just I just put your Cristiano. <laughs> bro, yeah. he just hit three hundred million followers on Instagram. What the fuck, dude? How many does Messi have? No, no. He is the first person to ever hit that mark. Really? Yeah. He has the most followers on Instagram out of everybody on Instagram. He is the most followed person hmm. on the platform. Hmm. He's got like 70 more million than Demi Lovato. I fucking hate Demi Lovato. This man used to love Demi. Just Yeah, until she fucking went bald. I didn't even watch her rehab thing or whatever. People are making... I don't even want... I, we, don't, we don't want to get into that. We're not going to touch on those touchy subjects. Dude, I'm not. I didn't watch any of it, but like... That's just going to get me heated. Dude, I love Demi Lovato and Disney. She should have stuck with acting. I'm sorry. Yeah, The music should. isn't it. You're not Miley. Yeah, see, Miley was able to take that bad girl turn. Yeah. But Demi's was just <laughs> dog shit. Like Miley, people hated her, but they still pay attention to her. Oh yeah. Demi, people just are like, "What the hell are you saying?" She was like the modern day Britney Spears, Dude, bro. So Greg Doucette said this on his podcast, not his podcast, his uh, YouTube channel about her. Oh, because he did a video video mm-hmm. on her. Because she she said she had a panic attack when she walked into a yo a fr- ice cream shop and they had zero sugar ice cream and that it was fat phobic and that she couldn't go in there or even see diet options dude let's fucking talk about this dude america and companies purposely sell things to make americans fat <laughs> i don't know about other countries but fucking dude getting getting in the store whatever dude if you were to buy like three soda cans it would, like, full with soda, whatever soda you want. Pick and choose. I don't give a fuck. It costs less than a normal bottle of fucking water. I'll say it costs me about $3 for my gallon a jug of water that I get. Mm-hmm. I buy a new jug every week. It's like 3 bucks for one gallon of it. I can buy a case of 12 sodas for cheaper than that. Yeah. Dude, or... Usually they're or, like 2 for 4. Or like I can get 24 liters, sodas. Or the 2 liters, bro. Do I can go to the Dollar Tree? Mm-hmm. And get a three liter bottle of generic mountain, I think it's called mountain lining or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For $1, I can get three liters. Bro, I can get a 12 ounce water bottle of Dollar Tree for a dollar. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> like, what? what, yeah, what? I, dude, it, it's, or like it's McDonald's, bad. I can straight up get a hot and spicy for 
what, a dollar sixty nine at this yeah, point? Yeah, and then like a normal chicken one is like fucking three dollars. Or what like about the salad? Chicken. It's like seven bucks. I'm like, dude, you're literally using the same amount of chicken and then throwing a bunch of lettuce on there and, and then a bunch of over, uh-huh. over just useless calories on this mm-hmm. sauce. Like, come on. Exactly. Dude, yeah, it, it really makes me mad to see. Bro, look. Like, bro, I understand, love your body, whatever, but when it's unhealthy, you need to think and realize, like, bro, you switch it up because if you're morbidly obese, don't celebrate it. You should not celebrate being morbidly obese. If you're overweight, whatever, you can love how you are. I'm not like that. I, I prefer to, like, be fit. Yeah, be fit. It makes me feel better about myself. If And I'm not saying there's any, like, dig to you if that's not how you are because I absolutely respect that. And you could be overweight and still look beautiful. And there are some pretty bad bitches that are overweight, like, for sure. But, like, if you're morbidly obese, I don't think it's okay to normalize that. It's no. unhealthy and you could die from it. No, so... That's like fucking saying, hey... I like cocaine. So, so here's the difference, okay? Here's how I see it. And I, I listen to a lot of... Have you ever watched Obese to Beast uh, on YouTube? Oh, he no, was, but I've heard of him, though. Yeah. So he was literally an obese man. Mm-hmm. And now he's a fit dude who's got a lot of loose skin. So, you know, he's not an Instagram model. Yeah, right. Which he gets a lot of hate for calling out, out the people who are celebrating obesity. Mm-hmm. So there's a difference between loving yourself and loving your body. Mm-hmm. And celebrating being fucking There's a 600 pounds. Huge difference. Like, no, you need to love who you are. You need to love yourself. Uh-huh. And if you're that far overweight, you need to re-examine it, how much you actually love yourself and do something to take care of yourself. You don't need to be Instagram model. Like, that's unrealistic yeah, exactly. to 90% of the people mm-hmm. out there. But to say it's okay to be that far overweight to the point where you, you have trouble breathing. Exactly. Or you have to... You have to have assist, or you have to be, have people wash yourself. That's not okay. It's and I mean, not okay. It's, I get like a lot of that come. There's a reason a lot of them ended up in that situation, mm-hmm. whether it's depression or something. Mm-hmm. Or you got to do something right. about it. You got to try at least. And then, like I saw this thing on TikTok. This guy was explaining it about a sound where um, a bigger girl posted about it, and all the comments were beautiful, slay queen, kill girl, and a skinnier girl did it. Like, almost like an anorexic girl. And he said, ew, what is this? Like, if you're going to fucking normalize body positivity, do it to fucking everyone. It can't just be obese well, people. It's yeah. not fair. I mean, I'd say, yeah, being obese is probably just as bad as having a major eating disorder. It's also so much harder to gain weight for people than it is to lose weight. Well, yeah, I mean, it's easier to, to swap out things to make things healthier. Mm-hmm. It's easier you to cut drop, out sugar. You drop weight. Trust me, if you purposefully try, you may... If you put it, the real effort in... It, it'll be... It can be harder for some people because of genetics. But if you put the effort in... And, and educate can. yourself on how to do it. And don't just follow fat yo-yo dieting and all mm-hmm. ketos and all that. Yes, keto works for some people, but it is a fad diet. Mm-hmm. But... No, there are people who literally have no appetite... Yep. And no, it, it's hard to gain weight for some people. I mean, yeah, it's, tr- it's true. And that's, that, no, that's how I was, dude. Because some remember. people literally cannot eat food mm-hmm. and physically look at themselves and not feel disgusted. Like, exactly. 
and that's a it's literally something they need to get mental help for. Yeah, and like they it's like and it works with hand in hand with metabolism. Like if your t- metabolism gets so used to barely eating any food, like mine did, like I was chubby when I was like 12, 13. Then I struggled with eating because I wanted to make myself skinnier. So I stopped eating as much food and whatever. And I, we talked about this last time. I almost had like a borderline disorder where it was so bad. I would only like five or 600 calories right at night. I didn't feel good about myself for eating it, but I have my appetite back now and I feel so much better about myself than either of those times. But it's so much harder for people to gain weight after doing that than it is to lose weight after eating just, you know, that so much food for that amount of time, you know? Yeah, so when I started working with him as a client, as a, as a training him, coaching him, I take I track all his nutrition, his weight, what he's mm-hmm. eating, what he's training, all that. Because I knew he wasn't eating, and then he, when he came around me, he'd binge eat with me, but he couldn't keep up. Cause, and I could definitely tell because back when he was younger, he could eat with me. And he'd be, I mean, no one, I've never met my match on eating, but... Just wait for bros giving. That's a secret. You guys will have to stay tuned for that. Very true. But, no, so, when he started, he was barely eating. And, man, he struggled to eat a lot of his food. Like, the first few times he'd come over, I, I, I prescribed him just the basic diet, chicken, broccoli, and rice. Oh. I, I had to start teaching him how to eat healthier food. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, what started, I had him start, start trying to eat more food, but trying to hit, like, just something simple, like your protein and your calories. Mm-hmm. And he was just doing the anabolic diet, trying all kinds of crazy things. Mm-hmm. But when we got serious about him lifting, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think everybody needs a grace period. You don't need just to jump 100% head in. Yeah, you got to work into it. Well, and even you, you kind of jumped a lot for more head in first, but mm-hmm. under my guidance. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm the best person ever. I know everything. But I've wasted a lot of my own time, and I, I just love learning. You know what that. you're doing. Yeah, I, you know, I, and I listen to people a lot smarter than me who've been doing it a hell of a lot more mm-hmm. than me. And I take I take what they say and I do my own research on it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not sitting there studying. Let's talk about Jeff Nippard for a second, okay? Because this is what's going to get me. So Jeff Nippard, he talks more a lot. He talks a lot about science-based training. Science-based training is just disproving itself over and over again. Right. One thing will say one thing, and then another study will disprove that, but then another study will also prove it again, then 10 years later we'll realize it was all bullshit. Yeah, some things will work for some people, and then that same that's, thing won't work for others. See, okay, that's perfect. Will Tennyson. Yeah. He talks about how he trains really – he, he makes sure to put a lot of reps in. Mm-hmm. He, like He does everything high rep on his right. legs. And that is – what he has found for him that gives him the best leg growth. Yeah. Because everybody's response is going to be different of how their muscle breaks down. Mm-hmm. And again, I will say push until fa- failure is probably the most effective way to build muscle. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to build strength, that's a whole different thing. If there's other factors, if you want to train to be an athlete rather than a bodybuilder, there's a difference. But the best true way to gain muscle, in my opinion, is training to failure. Right. Pushing your body to the brink of everything that you can do until you can't give 100% anymore. Yeah. That is the way I trained. He's put some size on. I have. Yeah. It's been working for me. The, my other training partner, he, his little chicken legs have been growing. He's always had really strong legs, but they were small. But his he's put some size onto his legs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it works. 
Yeah. I mean, it does. you think any pro bodybuilder got where they got from training four sets of 12? Mm. Like, no. Your body doesn't know reps. It knows muscle tearing and muscle and then how to mm-hmm. build it back up. Yeah. So as long as your nutrition's on point and you're training your ass off, that is what's going to build muscle. Yeah. It's not that complicated for training. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of other things you need to make sure of. There's certain people who can, like, people who are meant to be coaches, they can see somebody's body and know what they mm-hmm. need to do. And next year, I'm really going to test myself when we try to put them through a prep and see what, how, how much I actually know. Because mm-hmm. he wants to do it, and we're going to put him through a full prep. I'm going to do it with him. I'm going to try coaching myself through while coaching him just because he's going to be my main focus. Yeah. And we're going to find out what I know. Right. And we're going to see how well I can see how to adapt. That's all training is. And this whole fitness thing is just how to adapt. Right. You have yeah. a situation, you're out of town, you don't have your food, or you're with fam- family and you're not and it's out, and you're not in a you're cutting phase where you know you have to be strict with what you're eating. And it happens more often, you know. Than you, you have think. to be adaptable. Right. Or you're at the gym. We gotta do rows. On All a damn Monday. Yep. Place is popping. What do we do? Yeah. I wanted to hit chest first. Guess what? We're gonna hit back. Yep. Or I wanted to hit back that day. Can't do it that day. Right. We got, you just gotta be adaptable. I mean, you just gotta apply a, a stimulus into where your body and know and let your body know that it's broken down and it needs time to recover. Also, I want to know this from people. If you're this far into the podcast, thank you for staying. Um, much love. Much love. Yes. Um, so our gym, the one that we go to, is popping Monday, Tuesday. Less people Wednesday, even less people Thursday, and almost no people on Friday or Saturday. Is that the same for you, or is this our gym kind of fucked up somehow? I don't get it. Like, do people just like... I would uh, want to go more towards the end of the week, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you know what? Like, it's Wednesday. Like, 25% capacity less than normal at the time yeah, we go. Yeah. Because we go at a crappy time. It's 5.30. That's when all the white-collar uh-huh. guys are getting off work. I'm working overtime. He's just coming with me. So you got blue collar guys at the end of their days, mm-hmm. their shifts, or some of them who are working overtime coming in. Mm-hmm. You got all the white collar jobs who are coming in. So that place is popping Monday and Tuesday. Do you, I, I, I don't know what the hell happens Wednesday and Thursday and then Friday. It's like a ghost town. Like, does nobody need yeah, a pump? I, does I, no, ain't nobody need a pump before they go drink? Yeah, and then like, I would think you'd want to work out because I would have no motivation on a Tuesday or a Monday. No, Monday, even less motivation on a Tuesday. Okay, that's 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 gap, bro. Monday, all I did was think during the weekends think about, oh, oh dude, that's I can't true. wait to hit the chest again, get that thing pumped up. Well, that's true, but if you work out on the weekend, whatever. But like, I'm guessing some of those guys do. Well, yeah, but in general, people work out Monday through Friday is a is an overall generalization. Yeah, so I don't understand why less people show up on a Friday. I. Baffles me, bro. I don't understand. I've never understood it. And I've been going there for a while, and I just don't get it. Yeah. How was it when you were working out with old folks? Dude. Because I know their bedtime's pretty early, so I'm sure... Fucking awesome. We, I, I worked out at uh, the rec center that we have here in town. They have an okay gym. You know, for a beginner, it's fucking not that bad. I mean, we got dumbbells, we got squat racks. And Dude, they have... got the side raise machine. That's the only thing I want in the gym yeah. that they don't have. And, uh... Yeah, I loved it because I was pretty much the only one there. Like, maybe one other person. Well, him and your guys' grandpas. Dude, there's really not that many old people that go there. 
Well, at least the time that I went. <laughs> I at, was gonna say that's not, cap, bro. Dude, at eight a.m. in the morning, I bet you it's fucking. Hundred and two old people are walking around the track. Dude, I bet some of those old dudes could actually just straight take you. They might not be jacked training correctly, but I bet they could still just put you in chokehold and take you out. Dude, you know what makes me mad? What? Is Clint is probably stronger than both of us. Oh yeah. And he's fucking skinny. That's my uncle. Um and he's skinnier than both of us. He his legs are fucking this big. He's Dude, probably stronger than fucking both of us. He'd probably tie us up like a bunch of little lambs, bro. It makes me so mad. How do you get this dad strength? My dad doesn't have this well, dad strength. Well, his comes from being in construction for so long and working on a lot of cars and all that, so he's got that kind of strength. Dude, I was going to say, when we were working on my truck, dude, getting tires on and off, and I had to do it fucking like 10 times. I had a pump going. Well, yeah, but see, there's a difference between gym strength and practical strength. Yeah. I don't care how much you can lift on a deadlift. Bro... When you're out there in the field working construction, you're doing excavation, you got to get boulders yeah. out of the damn way. Tell me how well your uh, straight bar works, okay? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. well, I will say... And I'm, I'm a gym bro. Come on. Well, with the gym, gym lifting, it's pretty much just for gym lifting. Well, I mean, if you can deadlift 600 pounds, you're a strong dude. Oh, wearing. my fucking God. Like, I'm not talking you can... Okay, if you can get one up 600 pounds, that's impressive. Not, uh, I can't do it. Yeah, we're not But if you're here. doing five, six reps at 600 pounds, you are strong whether you're in the gym or you're outside the gym. Mm-hmm. That is real fucking strength. That is a lot I of weight. I expect you to be a fucking lumberjack moving tree trunks. Like, yes, sir. Dude, we gotta have a day where we just wear flannels to the gym. You Chris Bumstead style, just wear wife beaters under it, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's the only thing I can really think that would go under it for... That's what I do. Whenever I, like, want to match a flannel, I'll either wear a... Uh, a black hoodie under it or something? Because I have a red and black flannel. And a blue well, yeah, a hoodie flannel. always goes perfect under a flat flannel. But under. for sure, I mean, you could wear like a graphic shirt, a graphic tee. Yeah, but... But, but no, uh, dude, white straight, fingers look good under it. The best outfit for winter, okay? You got a black hoodie on with a red flannel. You got mm-hmm. a beanie on. You got black jeans that are nice and fitted. And a pair of high-top Jordans. Facts. Do you that have is any, probably one of the... Do you have any of those things? Well, fuck no, dude. You got the beanie. I know damn well you don't have black jeans because I don't even have black jeans. No, I don't have black jeans anymore. Back in my uh, good old days when I was real into my death metal phase, yeah, I definitely had black skinny jeans. See, I don't, I can't fuck with skinny jeans. I think that's kind of the trend. I don't have an ass. So I look really dumb. Yeah. And fucking skinny jeans, dude. Well, bro, yeah, but it was kind of the phase. Okay. I had a red pair of skinny jeans, though. Your sister got rid of those the second we moved in together. Whole, whole lot of gang shit, huh? Did you ever learn how to do this? Bro, you can't, even throw, you can't throw that up. No. You cannot throw that up on camera, <laughs> bro. Put that away. Did you ever learn how to do that in elementary school, bro? Well, yeah. Like some fucking uh-huh. ghetto kid going, yo, you know how to do this? <laughs> well, yeah, all my friends thought that, 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 that that's who they were repping. Oh, dude. If I could choose a game, C's for life. Actually... <laughs> Actually, bro, uh, bro, you fuck with Wayne though. Well, yeah, I'd listen to his music, but he's not a hardcore gangbanger though. Bro, you, you, you dig Snoop Dogg? Yeah, he's a crip. No. Bro, Snoop is a crip, isn't he? You sure, I'm pretty. Good. I'm pretty positive. Dude, he's West Side. Dude, no, because no, dude, he's Snoop straight. is West Side. Dude, Snoop is definitely a crip, because in uh the game song he goes, and with um, when I'm with my uncle Snoop. Fucking no, that's the game. Too. Yeah, when I'm with my uncle Snoop, 
Fuck it, I'm a crip too. I'm pretty sure Snoop's a crip. Dude, Snoop was straight. Because he did a song with Blueface. And the song called Respect. Snoop Dogg does a song with anybody who who pays it. The song's called Respect My Cripping. Bro. It's called Respect. Let's get this straight. You might be right on this, but (laughs) Snoop would do a song with anybody who pays him. I fucking would. Well, yeah, he went from literally killing dudes to singing on a song with Katy Perry, bro. Hey, don't disrespect that song because out of all of Snoop's songs, that might be one of my favorite. Might be your favorite. California girls. We're in the Bible. Harmonize that shit. <laughs> Dude, we've had solid claps. Dude, yeah, we have. This entire podcast. Shit, what, what, what were we doing yesterday? We hit a high five fucking hard. My hand was stinging for a Dude, I'm sure we were at the gym or something. Oh, probably. Or you fucking hit my back too hard. <laughs> like, dude. Dude, you started that, before so I just I, kept it going. Dude, no, before I did that RDL, I'm pretty sure I hurt your hand with how bad you slapped my back. Did I? No, You probably... Wait, no, I think it was yesterday. You slapped me while I was wearing my stringer, and I'm pretty sure... I was like, dude, can you see that? Let's just clarify something. You were not wearing your stringer. You were wearing my stringer that I was generous enough to let you use. Well, I wanted to see what I looked like in the stringer at the gym when I had a pump. Until I get bigger, I will not buy myself a stringer. I will say that right now. Yeah, bro, I I pulled the trigger a little too early on a stringer. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah. The chest does not fill it out well enough yet. I will say, once we start to bulk up a little bit more and look maybe more bulkier... And chubbier because of the bulk. Dude, let me tell you this. We got to wear the pump covers the entire time. The second the weather starts dropping down below 50 degrees again, I'm straight going... Hoodie? Just hoodie only. Mm-hmm. I might go James Harrison on you and wear baggy sweats and baggy hoodie only for until next summer. Dude, that man is fucking terrified. Dude, um, he, imagine that dude walks into the gym. He's just, just big old sweater, big old sweats, just pumping out weight. You're just terrified. And then he takes off his freaking clothes and you're like, oh, that man bad. He that made. sounded really sus. Bro. That sounded really sus. Bro, why you gotta take it there? You know what I mean. He, when he rips out that hoodie, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, oh, Jesus. It's like Ryan Coleman in the NFL. Dude, honestly. Dude, who would you rather get tackled by? Aaron Donald or Miles Garrett, though? James Harrison wins that battle, but... Miles Garrett versus Aaron Donald. Those two are both bad dudes. That's tough. Um, I'm gonna say Miles Garrett. I'm gonna say I'd rather get hit by Aaron Donald because Aaron Donald is the better defensive player, but Miles Garrett hits harder. Bro, yeah, especially with a helmet. Exactly. <laughs> Ex- no, I mean, he's swinging his swinging helmets at you, bro. I know. Dude's <laughs> fucking crazy. No, so here's my thing. Aaron Donald is not that much slower than Miles mm. Garrett. He weighs a shit ton more. There's no way he weighs that much more. Dude, look, I swear. My, like, Miles Garrett... Okay, when I say shit ton, okay, they're both Dude, well I'm over 240 this, pounds. I'm going to say this right now. They're both within 20 pounds of each other. And when you get hit by that much force, I'm going to guess 20 pounds doesn't make that much of a difference. Bro, either way, okay, they're both getting, it's both like getting hit by a car. Yeah, but I'm going to say this. After, like, if I have to pay them to hit me, 
Aaron Donald will help me up afterwards. Miles Garrett will oh, fucking okay. walk over. You know, there. I retract my statement because I didn't realize Miles Garrett weighed that much. How much he weighed? 271 pounds. Mm-hmm. Holy mm-hmm. shit. He's fucking huge. Aaron Donald might be 300. I guess Aaron Donald's weight. 305? 290. Mm-hmm. Six like, so, so they're not. They're less than 20. Dude, that's but when they're both that size, that's a lot more muscle packed. I'm just gonna say that. Because mm-hmm. neither of them are just fat fucks. Yeah, but Miles Garrett is a lot more shredded. Okay, let's let's classify this. Who would you rather get hit during a football game with by, and who would you rather just get straight on charged at hit? Like the the you know the, straight on hit. Aaron Donald. In game, I'd rather get hit by Miles Garrett. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that. Miles Garrett probably could hit harder if he's just had a straight line at you. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Donald is so quick and so fast, he can just throw people mm-hmm. off you and then hit you. And he can, he can move. Dude, like, 290 move. pounds he's got under. I'm pretty sure he has under a five, I, a five second sure 40. Yeah. That's like, crazy. holy shit, dude. At two, almost 300 pounds? Mm-hmm. Bro, I ain't running anywhere near that. Yeah. And I'm under 200. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, that hurts to say. I'm under 200 pounds. Dude, I'm trying. I'm trying to reach my dad's weight. Damn, why but you got to throw shade like that, bro? I'm not. Well, my dad's like three How much more short. muscle we got to pack on you then, bro? You're going to be looking... We're going to put on... My dad like, only weighs like 195. Actually, uh, like maybe 205. Eh, it's doable in a couple years. Yeah. We'll take some of what those pros take. Hmm. Yeah. You know, chicken, broccoli, and rice. Yeah, you know. Triple the fucking... Sandwich. Just a little extra secret sauce on the chicken, okay? Yeah. It's raised with some extra antibiotics. Extra antibiotics. Put some Straight fucking horse cheek. steroids in it. <laughs> the fuck? Oh. oh. So speaking of roids, okay? Yeah. We had... the Recently they had the uh, TikToker versus YouTube boxing match. Ooh, let's get into this. So Bryce Hall, for one... He I had no fucking business in that room. I can't stand a lot of the famous TikTok dudes. Mm-hmm. They just all kind of seem like tools. But Facts. besides just having that opinion, he was an idiot and kept trying to lie about the fact that he was taking SARMs for a hot minute. And he was on SARMs. And him and all... It was, I'll give him this. At least he finally came out and said, yeah, I was on him. I didn't know what the hell I was taking. Mm-hmm. With, when all his friends are still lying about it. Mm-hmm. For one, he, don't ever do that. If you're going to do something, you better know at least what it is that you're putting in your body. Yeah. You need to fucking research Because when something goes someone. wrong, you need to be able to tell somebody what the hell you took so they can help you. Yeah. But. So they have the TikToker versus YouTube fight. Do you think it was fair that Bryce Hall, who had been on performance-enhancing drugs, was able to fight against a natural? Yeah. Well, I mean, Do obviously I it was fair. It was fair. Uh, Do you think he should have been able to, considering he no, was on PEDs? I don't think so. Well, I mean, it was an amateur boxing fight, but if it was, like, for real, for real, fuck Well, no. if it was for real, for real, he admitted to using PEDs and it had been long enough for court. So if it was a regular boxing match, it never would have happened. Yeah. So. But he still lost, so. Dude, go. no, he didn't just lose. He got his ass kicked. Dude, yeah, it wasn't even a fucking fight. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. How tall is Bryce Hall? 5'10? Oh, probably. I'll give him that. 5'10, 5'11. Something like that. Dude, 
I I may be skinnier than he is. Uh, you give me the same amount of training time as him, I will go three times as hard, and I'd kick the fucking ass out of that man. Dude, I would agree. Like, so I have a problem with this. I grew up with my grandpa sitting there late at night watching boxing, boxing, boxing matches. Mm-hmm. Like, like Mike Tyson. Well, okay, maybe not have. Mike Tyson. You but like, Mike Tyson. I'm watching like people who are trying, people you don't even hear of who. Or actual professional boxers, mm-hmm. though. Because boxing's not a huge sport. No. But I grew up watching those guys fight and mm-hmm. just actually box. The art of boxing. Because mm-hmm. it's an art more than anything yeah. to me. Like, I wouldn't want to get punched by any of those dudes. Let's just get that straight. <laughs> those dudes can punch. I think... I think... Uh, which one was it? It's Logan, right? That just had the fight with Floyd. Yeah. I think Logan realized that. Mm-hmm. Very quickly against like Floyd. Floyd Mayweather is a lot smaller than him. And Floyd he walked him. Yeah. And he was like, oh, this is for real, for real. So, all right. You There's a reason that he's a ghost. Did you see the video? You think you think Floyd knocked him out and held him up? <laughs> I 100% think that happened. Bro, is this conspiracy theory? No, it's for real theory. He fucking hit him. <laughs> and then he fell right on Floyd's shoulder. And he goes, wake up, motherfucker. I swear to God, that's exactly what happened. Bro. I don't know about all that. I do think that Floyd let him win. I mean, not let him win, let him stay around. Oh, yeah. I It did not look like, at least for the first, like, four rounds. Well, then we got to think about it that Floyd's 50, so, but he could have. Did you not see him punch Jake in the face, I mean, Logan in the face? And yeah. just, he was like, Ugh. and he's, what, he's got, like, 50 pounds on Floyd? Oh, easy. And, like, eight inches? No, no. I think Logan Paul is as tall as me. He's six. But, you know, you and me were watching the fight with the, your sister. He looks a lot And on TV, man. they said an eight-inch difference. Did it? I think you and me called cap on that, though, because we did the math right then and there. Well, yeah, because Floyd was, I think it said 5'9", and then 6'2". I was like... I 100% think stay. Floyd let him, win, uh, let him stay oh, in there, though. Oh, for real. They He's a money man. He's Floyd Money Mayweather. Yeah. It, you think you would have made it? You think people would have been as in tune to what? No, I, I completely agree. But he put on a show for the people. Yep, it was pretty entertaining. He walked away too. with almost fifty million dollars after all that because um, we bought the fight. It's pretty entertaining. Oh yeah, Chad Ochocinco. Oh my god, we watched it. I love Chad Ochocinco, dude. It was kind of funny watching him get his shit rocked, dude. I was like, hell yeah. He was doing pretty good in the beginning. I think he got gassed. A little I mean, bit. it was an ugly. It was a, it wasn't real boxing. Okay, it was. It well, was obviously, ugly, it was not. ugly amateur boxing. It was like it was entertainment. It was like maybe watching two guys that have been street fighting for like a year, maybe. Yeah, I mean that's about it, bro. Okay, you want to know him probably, but he was he was popular on YouTube back when I was like elementary school. Homeboy's name was Kimbo Slice. Okay, you don't want to mess with Kimbo. Kimbo. You okay? R.I.P. But Kimbo was a bare knuckle fighter, dude. Mm-hmm. Dude, his videos on YouTube, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh hell no, mm-hmm. that's street fighting right there. Yeah, I would not want to mess with that dude. We're going long on this podcast. It's all right. It's just busting down. All right, so back to the Bryce Hall, all that thing. Who's the biggest celebrity? Off the which since we're on the topic of TikTok versus YouTube, who's the biggest TikTok or YouTuber that you think you could actually fight and win? Not celebrity, just TikTok YouTuber. Yeah. Mm. So are we talking like most subscribers or like? Yeah, just I mean I guess that's PewDiePie. how we. I'd rock the fuck out of PewDiePie, <laughs> dude. Like 
I'm glad that he got into shape. I'd knock the fuck out of PewDiePie right then and there. Like, I would. I think his content's stupid. I think. Well, I'm sure you do, but when I was younger, well, yeah, when I, I was mean, more into, like, gaming videos, I, I, I loved him. He was funny. Yeah, I think he's overrated at this point, but... Who's the biggest? Because my YouTube that I watch is different than the YouTube you watch. Well, I watch the same things you do. You just don't watch the same things that I do. I watch more YouTube than you. Yeah. I you watch more Pretty Little Liars. Some why stupid you, shit. Why but. you gotta call me out, bro? <laughs> I like Pretty Little Liars, but you watch more TV bro, shows than I, I do. I got a girl to watch TV with. What do you got? You got a rabbit. She's that you have to set an alarm to spend time with, bro. What kind of dad are you? Okay, well, no. It's call just, me out. I'll call you out right here. I right just now. like to. I just like to keep her schedule the same. You no, know? he told me he had to, his words were I had to set an alarm to make sure I would play with her. Sometimes, sometimes I, I forget. forget. Some some I don't like to forget. Dude, are you days. gonna be that parent that leaves their kid in the back of the car because they forgot about him? Fuck. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. No, all jokes aside. Oh. All right. So who's the biggest YouTuber? I think I can knock out. Because my YouTubers are different. I definitely cannot knock any of those guys out. So See, we'll just like, go general. Yeah. Shit, dude. I can knock Jeffree Star out, bro. Oh! <laughs> dude, so can I. So can I. I mean, I wouldn't want to. That's my, that's my dude, fiance's he's favorite YouTuber. Dude, he's funny. And she wants to be friends with him. But Dude, you want to know one person I would knock the fuck out? James Charles. No, Trisha Paytas. Don't even know who that is. Dude. She does a podcast with H3H3. I don't know. Actually, I don't even know if that's him. But maybe he just got fatter. But uh, I think it's H3H3 or something. Um, but she is a bitch. And she's crazy. Dude, talk about... Can we just talk about... Do you know who Connor Murphy is? Hmm. So he used to be a, like a fitness guy, fitness YouTuber. And then he kind of disappeared for a few few months. Mm-hmm. He came back after some weird experience he did down in some foreign country where he did some peyote, I'm pretty sure. And some other crazy hallucinogenics. Oh. And then he posted about some suicide shit he's going to do. Um, drinking male sperm for gains. What? Dude. This dude's psychotic. You need to go check it. Right. Check out some of Greg and Derek's videos on him. Mm-hmm. This dude is batshit crazy. Like he was, he was a pretty good shit. Like he had a greatest. He had he had a nice aesthetic, the yeah. physique. Mm-hmm. This dude was batshit crazy. He like starved himself for like forty eight hours or something like yeah. that. This dude's scrawny as it was scrawny as shit. Now he's kind of pulled some weight back into. It. This dude is insane. I think he's got like twenty different personalities. <laughs> dude, all right. Th- this is a. This is the one thing that I'm going to end this podcast off with because uh, we got to wrap it up soon. You know the episode of South Park when uh, they have <laughs> Superman. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, he's par- he was paralyzed in real life. Um, the actor of Superman was. And he used stem cell research to gain strength back. Are we really going to get this controversial right here, right now? I'm not saying, I'm not going to talk about stem cell research. The government's hiding that the fact that we we have some great powers with stem cell, I will say that. Dude, do you think that could be the best roid of all time? Baby fetuses. (laughs) Bro, why do you you couldn't just keep it as stem cell? Stem cell steroids. Baby fetus. 
I mean, if you've seen the South Park episode, he literally, like, eats okay. a baby. It's it's messed up, but in all seriousness, I'd say it'd probably be right up there with uh, the fact that you can literally just inject testosterone right into your mm-hmm. cheeks. Uh-huh. That's, that's a topic for another day. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about my our opinions on PEDs one day. Mm-hmm. We gotta get the following a little better so we don't get in trouble too early. Yeah. Um... um Sign off, I guess. Yeah, I hope you guys, well, we both hope that you guys like this podcast, uh, this installment of it. Remember, you know, like, comment, subscribe, interact with us so we know, you know, you guys enjoy it or whatever. What we're talking about is stupid and whatever. Um, but also, this, this episode is going to be up on Spotify and be prepared for this every Monday. Uh, Brothers in Law podcast. Uh, you'll get updates from us if you follow any of our accounts um, on social media, um, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, they'll be linked like in the description below. It will. Um, we're trying to get you know as big as we can with this because, you know, we want people to hear what we have to say instead of just us two. Yeah, we we need other people to agree with us. Okay. Yeah. Or um, argue with them. I like to argue. I do too. So on, get get in the comments down below. We'll all argue with you. Yeah. Um, but thank you guys for watching this installment of the Brothers in Law podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Let's, how long did we fucking talk for? Hour and 30 minutes, baby! Jesus. It's probably like an hour and 20 minutes. Bro, how the fuck did we talk that long? Dude. It's midnight. Dude. What? Are you kidding? <laughs> they only recorded 10 minutes. Oh my god! What the fuck? Why? Bro, you gotta edit out the parts that we're gonna have video. Huh? You gotta edit out the parts that we're gonna have video. Turn the fucking audio off! <laughs> I can edit this.